Welcome back to Don't Call It A Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. It's been a while since we've talked to everyone. Uh, last week was our first ever Patreon-only episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're back. We're back with everyone here. We have started Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. Ha- um, I'll just go ahead and tell us. Halfway through. Halfway through. Um, that is up to chapter 17, which we will get to in a moment. But first, got to do got to do some uh, some some notes about the podcast and a warm up as well. Mm-hmm. So, number one, we actually reached our first uh, Patreon goal. Uh, yeah, thanks everybody. Uh, so Luke and I are no longer paying out of our pocket to host the pod. Uh, y'all are yeah. y'all are paying to host the pod, so it's it's essentially all yours now. Uh, glad I'm glad. <laughs> I'm not the sole owner. Um, uh, thanks for <laughs> buying it. public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but in all seriousness, that, that first goal um, that I'm referring to is actually not only to just host the podcast, um, but also to potentially revamp the website. <laughs> so... So it will. That's what we're gonna. <laughs> it'll hopefully not be running on on code that I wrote like four years ago, or whenever <laughs> this thing started. I know everyone loves the website; it looks great. Um, but since we have hit that first goal on Patreon, we're going to start looking for ways to upgrade the website to something different. I'll say different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, if you have suggestions for things you'd like to see on the website maybe functionality that could be helpful mm. mm-hmm. you can uh mm-hmm. hit us up on the subreddit twitter or luke the discord the discord that's right uh we now have a discord uh it's it's linked on our subreddit if you want to find it there i believe um let's put we'll put it in the show notes of this episode as we'll well. also do that yeah so feel free to join our discord server we're just kind of chatting on there you know we're going to keep posting on twitter and the subreddit but it's just kind of a different a different medium a different format i I feel like i feel like all of our little social media spaces are going to have different vibes Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like i still want reddit the subreddit to be the like discussion of our or like like comments on our our episodes, yes, yeah. yeah, vibe, yeah, and then the Discord is more of a com- I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see. see what happens. But if you want to check out the Discord, people are asking about it, so we we have a Discord now. It's a fun time. Yeah, not to brag, not to brag. Um. Okay. Shall we do a warm up, Luke? Let's get warmed up. I could use one before we get bef- before we get to Parable of the Sower. I want to talk. I'm going to do another dog related rant. Oh, the people love the dog rants, Luke. Yes. Everybody everybody loves a dog Coming rant. Back strong. I'm um, into it. <laughs> so so I figured if I said this on the podcast, but I we actually adopted a second dog. So I have two dogs. Um they're both meet like fifty to in the fifty pound range. Mm-hmm. Uh don't tell my landlord, but they're definitely pit bull mixes. Um Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. So it's not your landlord. My landlord thinks that I have my my landlord thinks I have one lab, but uh, 
Because the lab never hurt that's, anybody. Yeah, okay. That's the fine. lab never hurt anybody. That's, that's not what this is about, though. This mm. is I say size, which is going to come into it, because I t- we occasionally take them to the park, the dog park. Mm-hmm. Okay? And most dog parks have a split where they have, like, two sections. I, one for small dogs yeah. and one for larger dogs. Yeah. Tell us why and that's not the division the one that, I get, that we should be doing, Luke. I actually, th- that's not what this is about. Okay, actually, I I think we have two rants here because I uh, go with yours and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on mine. Y- you might educate me here because I don't actually even know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> this this might be a long warm up then. Um, a lot of small dog owners do not respect <laughs> the separation. Uh huh. I see. So they're coming in the big dog zone. They're coming in the big dog space. And like on a certain level, I get it. But I don't think that they realize how <laughs> not okay that is. Um, I, well, first of all, I don't know if people know, like taking your dog to the dog park is actually like kind of risky. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, if you ever talk to a, like, dog, a professional dog trainer, they will tell you not to go to the dog park. Oh, really? Because, like, you don't know what dogs are coming in, right? And there could be a Um, fight. You're saying there could be, like, a fight and... They're pack animals. If one, like, gets in a fight, it's very possible that, like, all of them (laughs) will start, like, ganging up on a dog. Oh, my God. I'm imagining a nightmare scenario where just one dog smells blood and the entire dog park goes insane. (laughs) Like, starts tearing into each other. (laughs) It's not. No, no, no. It's more of like a. It's more of like everyone gets one dog. Like, the same dog is the danger. Oh. Oh, I see. But anyway, but anyway, I digress. Um, the reason that you're not supposed to bring the small dogs into the big dog zone is, number one, larger dogs typically have a prey drive. Uh-huh. And small dogs are often, prey. like, look like prey. They look like little chicken nuggets, usually. Plus, <laughs> that's right. Plus, they are so, like, it's very easy for a larger dog to hurt a smaller dog. Oh, incredibly easy. Their bones, I think, incredibly are mostly glass. Easy. Mostly glass. They're also hollow. Um, <laughs> they're like birds. <laughs> Again, but... like chicken nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but like also, and then the small dog owners, whenever I like start freaking out, when my dog starts sniffing around a small dog owner, they're like, no, leave him alone. It's fine. Like he has, dude. he interacts dude. with big dogs all the time. Uh. And it's like, I... Like, you are putting both of our dogs at risk here because if my dog attacks your dog and, like, hurts it, then, like, my dog's dead right. or, like, in trouble, too. Right. And it's uh, it's just, like, just go to the other dog zone. Right. Like, right. this I, this is my dog's one chance to, like, run around without me or it stressing around or stressing out. Yeah. yeah. And, like, now I have to freak out every time your dog is is anywhere in the vicinity it's it's, i'm sick of it Mm -hmm. yeah this is really tough because i also understand coming from like the perspective there's a reason small dog owners i think are bringing their little dogs into the big dog enclosure right luke um is it that they're like is is the small dog enclosure as nice as the big dog enclosure 
Honestly, yes. Oh. In this case, yeah. At the park that I go to, yes. Okay, well, you go to a very nice park then. That sounds incredible. Uh, I don't know. I, like, I, have, I go to the, the trashy park. <laughs> at most of the dog parks, I've been to many of the dog parks in my city, and at most of them, they're like similar. Oh. The, big, the big dog one is usually a little bit like bigger. Right, right. But like, that makes sense. Know, like, <laughs> comparatively. Um, mm, okay, well, given that, yeah, I, I don't have a lot for these small dog owners that are putting everyone at risk with their little, little I think, guys. I think that the one, like, the one reason that, that I can see why it makes sense to bring them in is, like, if you have two dogs and one of them is large and one of them is small, mm-hmm. then yeah. it's like you can't bring one big dog into the small <laughs> dog area. Correct. Um, but still, I don't know. It's just like, figure something out. Like, yeah, because I usually have to like leave because my dog has a very high prey drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, if there's a dog, a small dog in there, I often will just leave. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool. Which, to be fair, maybe that's just maybe this is just something that Luke that Luke's dog has to has to deal with, right? <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like there is a sign for a reason, and oh, it's also weird. I feel like. Okay, a lot of social situations where people are breaking the rules, regardless of whether or not you're completely in the right to be like, hey, please stop breaking the rules because they're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. People make you feel so bad when you call them out on it in public. Yeah. And it's like, no, they're, no, you're not going to make me feel bad for calling you out for breaking the rules, okay? <laughs> That's not fair. You're breaking the rules. J- just because you feel bad that I'm calling you out doesn't mean you should make me feel dumb for i know like yeah you should totally be able to be like get your fucking little dog out of here please thank you yeah i'm gonna punt your little dog it's not for my dog it's me i have a high prey drive and want to kick your dog really bad (laughs) i have a high punting little dog's drive (laughs) incredibly high incredibly high (laughs) and normally i'm fine if i'm on a leash but i'm not on a leash right now so (laughs) you need to get that dog out of here sir that's right or madam yeah. For everyone. Uh, okay. This is not the route that I was going to take with this. What I thought you were going with is we don't need big, small. We need a different division for dogs. We need like yeah, we- chill dogs and very mm. not chill dogs. Okay. What I mean when I say chill dogs, there is a certain kind of dog that wants to just kind of like do its own thing, doesn't want to really engage with other dogs that much, and sure. or maybe just wants to sit down and have a nice little nap. Maybe watch the, watch the younger dogs play. They get the chill dog zone, okay? <laughs> All the chill dogs are over there hanging out. And then there's the one that's just chaos. That's the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese, where all the dogs are just running around <laughs> having a like, crazy time. Okay. Because every time okay. I've been to a dog park... There's always been at least one dog that isn't into it and is like wanting to do its own thing with its uh, dog owner. And that's fine. But the other dogs are like, I would like to also play with you, please. And that dog is not (laughs) into it at all. Sure. And I think I think we need spaces for both of these kinds of dogs. Now, maybe this is getting into a problem because we also have to subdivide these into big, small, because you for sure do. (laughs) (laughs) At least the crazy one. Because in the crazy zone, like, little dogs, you're getting kicked all over the place. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, I appreciate the sentiment. I have, I have, uh, some questions about how it would work in practice, but no, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that, okay, we need, uh, I'm going to try to keep this short because we're going, it's a long warm up. Sure. Um, but, uh, on a certain level, this is kind of like choice of dog park. Mm. If you're, if you're lucky enough to live in a city with multiple dog parks, right. Um, there's definitely vibes mm-hmm. of different dog parks. This is a good point. There's the like, there's the there's the high end dog dog park. That's not like it's not like the dog park itself is better, mm-hmm. but it's just like the people with good dogs take their dogs. To right, they go from the dog I salon have, I am directly not to, to that <laughs> dog park. Yeah, yeah, they're posting pictures on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're saying maybe we need to check the Yelp reviews? Yeah. Sure. I mean, I, it's also, I, I feel like it's, it's more of a thing that you have to experience. Plus, it's probably time sensitive, right? Mm-hmm. The morning mm-hmm. dog park is much different from uh, 6 p.m. From dog park after hours. Nor, like, like 8 a.m. dog park, uh, very good, very chill. Mm-hmm. 6 to 8 p.m., you're taking a risk. <laughs> it's chaos. It's chaos in there. Well, especially around dinner time, you bring those little dogs into the big dog zone. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you don't want to. It's rough. Um, but anyway, let's let's end it there. If you have a small dog, stop taking them in the big dog zone, please. Um, please. <laughs> and let's go. Let's talk parable of the sower, which, as I said, we are up to chapter seventeen. Right. Luke, this actually gives us a perfect transition to something that I want to talk about with this book. I, okay, before we get into this, I want to have a disclaimer at the start of this. We do this occasionally for some of the books that we're reading. This book is super depressing. And so if you're like not in a space to, that you can read this book right now, I think you should just acknowledge that and not finish it or not keep reading it. Just take a break. Listen to one of our older episodes Maybe uh, re-listen to one you've heard before. That's that's nice. Uh, what's a good one, Luke? Any of our Cradle series, you could enjoy those. <laughs> those are all fun. Uh, Subscribe to the Patreon and <laughs> check out our last episode on Elden Ring. Get into Elden Ring, okay? Because <laughs> uh, this book is so depressing, Luke. It's such a bummer. It's very depressing. And it's like very current. Like it's it's science fiction mm-hmm. that it's the future. It's not that far in the future, Luke. Right. It's kind of close. Um, it's also it's also like specifically about uh, climate change. Right. right. So it's very prescient. Like it's very yeah. It's very real. So that's my little disclaimer. Uh, if you need to, if you need to leave this one, that's fine. I I respect <laughs> it fully. But the part okay. The part for me that kind of like hit harder than most of this for some reason is that our main character, they're out shooting and they hear like a wild dog pack. And Mm -hmm. she's like, "Uh, as long as the dogs stay at a distance, it'll be fine. And then she hears some rustling in a bush and goes over to check it out. And it's a dog. And she's like, oh, shit. There's a dog here. I've never been this close to a dog before. I hope it doesn't freak out. And like the dog, it turned out the dog left and it didn't do anything. But the fact that this, 
like young person had never been within arm's reach of a dog before was so depressing to me. Like the fact right. that being close to a dog was a terrifying experience, like just dog in general, just the word dog is, is so sad to me. Sure. And like, sure. yes, a, a lot of bad stuff happens. I need to acknowledge that like, I'm not saying this is the worst thing that happened in this book. I'm just saying this is the thing that hit me the most is like, wow, this is like a very terrible situation. They're all in. <laughs> that's, that's very funny. Um, to take this a step further. So later on, um, they're continuously like under siege by thieves getting over the wall. And then like eventually the whole thing gets broken down. Yeah. But, but well, it's just the thieves. It's like, they have set up a watch and everything and what would help is if they could like know they were coming much earlier <laughs> and it's like this is for this is what dogs are good at right you let's, know? let's get a little guard dog action get a couple guard dogs in here it's like would be very easy i don't know about <laughs> easy but like it's definitely worth a shot well I think it would be easy, Luke, because, okay, the thing about this, which is very interesting, is we're also sending people to Mars, right? Like, there's people on Mars. And so, like, pockets of the country seem to be doing okay. I imagine you could buy a dog. Like, you don't need to even tame a wild dog from one of these feral dog packs, which might also be an option. But you could just go buy or, like, get a puppy from somebody. Sure. And it feels like it would be worth it to me. It does. Right? It like, does. Oh, if we buy two dogs, then we don't have to worry about people coming and stealing all of our peaches. Right. Or and, at least, like, it would be easier to stop them. Right. Incredibly easy. Plus, like, dogs rule. <laughs> yeah, dogs are great. And you don't need to be terrified of every single one of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm, this is a good point, Luke. Hmm. Now I'm trying to think of why... Maybe the dogs are the reason why this thing went all wrong. Okay. What, what, what do you mean by this thing? Well, it seems obvious, right? To you and me, it seems obvious. Like, get some dogs, and that'll really help with your intruder problem. So there's got to be a reason why we can't just go get some dogs. Maybe the dogs rebelled. Okay, sure. Okay. Is this about how dogs are forming their own society? Is this a Planet of the Apes, but with dogs? It very well could be. Um, there's a couple options here. Mm -hmm. Number one, what you've said. Uh, number two. Yeah, okay, like number one. Something about climate change causes, like, changes. Oh, changes dogs. dogs. Whoa, it's like the fifth season. Okay. Right. We're getting to another one of my notes, which we'll touch back on, but it's like the fifth season with those, like, weird dog things there yeah. that change when a fifth yeah. season starts i like this that's potential once, once once the global temperature rises three degrees celsius dogs become ungovernable <laughs> you cannot train dogs anymore <laughs> oh they're worse than cats like you can't train them to do anything <laughs> it's just a disaster that's how we that's yeah and that was the first step into this current nightmare Ooh. okay honestly luke if people started talking about like 
regardless of the ethics of this, someone should just start saying that dogs are going to go crazy if the temperature rises a little bit too high in our world. You know what I mean? Get some scientists. Right. We don't, I, No, no, forget it. Leave the scientists out of this. Just like have some of those crazy people <laughs> speculate that if the temperature gets up above a degree, Ooh. then dogs will all go wild. You know what I mean? This this is we're missing out on like a lot of ways to convince people about the dangers of climate change, which is random conspiracy theories about things that people really care about. Exactly. Exactly. And we don't necessarily One of them being dogs. <laughs> right. You got to and you got to micro target populations, right? Yes. 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 So you got to get I'm sure there's a, a step in the algorithm when you're advertising for your Facebook group to be like, I want to have the Venn diagram of people who love dogs and believe that the earth is flat. Right. You get those people and you're like, hey, we're in for some trouble, guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 But we need to get back to the story. Back to the story, Luke. Um, I feel like I'm much more inclined to believe the second option about climate change having <laughs> effects on dogs. <laughs> That's what you meant by get back to the story. I thought we were moving to more different notes. Uh, no, no. Um, maybe they get a dog at one point. I'm hoping, you know what? Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. The moment when she did get close to a dog, I was very much interested in her befriending the dog. Right. And so I'm hoping Dog shows up later as a friend. It would be nice. It'd be really nice. Yeah, I'm hoping for that as well. Um, okay, you mentioned like that the other places of the country might be doing well. I just gotta wonder. Like, it's very unclear what's going on outside of, I think California. Totally. Yeah, they're in like, and specifically like LA. Right. Because because this area, I think, is lar- like much of it is characterized by number like lack of water mm-hmm. and like the fire drug, basically. Yes. Yes. I feel like those are the big two. Yeah. And like poverty in general. Right. But like I feel like the lack of water thing is like causing the poverty. Yeah, that seems right to me. And, but yeah, because we um, see the company coming in and he's going to take over the desalination plant. And so, yeah, that seems to be it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, there's not really any, like, it's not like a bunch of things that the economy needs other than, like, food and water are gone. <laughs> right. It seems. Right. At least here. And, like, that's obviously not going to be the case at all for, like, washington and oregon Mm -hmm. or like the east coast Mm -hmm. so i don't know what's going on over there (laughs) or just the rest of the world you know well yeah we get these uh indications that there's like walls within walls within walls right where like canada has a really strong border now with us washington and oregon have a very strong border apparently now where they just like shoot people who are trying to come across uh and like even this community has a border with like the rest of the world so um i imagine it's just general like the climate is fucked everywhere and so like (laughs) maybe there's a lot of flooding in 
Washington or Oregon or yeah. there's some other crisis there that's terrible. I imagine Florida's completely gone at this point. Um, <laughs> so you've got a lot of people there figuring out what to do. Uh, but the other the, the hard part about this, though, is that they are in Mars. They do have a Mars mission. Right. And that feels very much like if L.A. is literally a war zone, why are we why are we in Mars, guys? <laughs> well, actually, though, why did we do that? <laughs> I mean, this is why this is why that, the new president guy won. Right? Correct. Yes. Yes. Uh, Here's the thing, though. I mean, the story is very like L.A. slash California centric. Mm-hmm. So, like. I don't know. Maybe the rest of the country's not doing that bad. You think they all turn on their TVs every night around 6 p.m. after work and they're like, what kind of crazy shit's happening in L.A. these days? Oh, man. I mean, we already do that with, like, other countries, not to be super <laughs> depressing. but You're correct. We very much do. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, our community has never talked about going east. Not a yes, single time have they been like, hey, what about Nebraska? Can we just go to Nebraska? Yeah. I mean, okay, there are mountains in the way, I will say. Um, but I agree with you. I agree with you. It's like, hey, let's go let's go, let's go a little backpacking trip up the uh, Colorado's nice this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why is that not even an option? We can only go north? I don't know. They haven't even mentioned anything about why not. I know. I know. I don't think. Uh, we haven't seen it, no. I do think that the rest Unless of the country... just like, I don't fucking want to walk through Texas. <laughs> it's massive. Or they're just like uh, hyper elite, right? So they're like, it's mm. either West Coast or East Coast. I'm not living anywhere in the middle. <laughs> I, I'm sure Iowa is nice. Uh, I am not going to live there. I'll take my chances. flyover state. I'll take my chances with the thieves and murderers in LA. Thank you very much. I also like boba tea. So, can you get that in yeah. Iowa? I don't think so. We're going to get we're going to get a lot of hate from uh from Oklahoma here. But whatever. But yeah, I I don't know I don't know why we're only why we're limiting ourselves to Oregon and Washington. Yeah. I mean, I, I do, but I don't want to, I don't want to offend any more people. Uh, something else we need to talk about with our main character, our protagonist. Mm-hmm. She has this like thing where she feels what other people are feeling, right? Like hyper empathy. Yeah. And every now and then I, f- I kind of forget that she has it until somebody starts getting completely destroyed and Mm -hmm. she is like feeling it and i'm like oh yeah this is ooh, okay bummer what what's gonna happen when she meets somebody else with this thing Ooh, is this an infinite loop situation where they're both gonna just gonna explode if one of them stubs their toe (laughs) right like it just keeps going because now they're feeling what the other person's feeling and then that leads to the other person feeling that yeah exactly 
So, okay, first question. Is this a real thing? Mm, I have no idea. <laughs> so it's very possible that the answer is out there. Um, but I also just think, I think she mentions this, but like of all the times to have this, uh-huh. it was one of the worst. One of the worst <laughs> Right, right. Like, give me this in 20, mm, maybe 2015. Hit me with this in 2015. That's pretty good. I'd take that. Yeah, the, it's just the, the, like, amount of positive interaction, or I, I don't know if, what's the right term, but the amount of, like, positive feelings versus negative feelings mm-hmm. got to be at its worst, yeah. During the time that she has this. Pretty low. I will say, ooh, actually, though, hold on. Hold on, though. Because what movie is this person ever going to be able to watch? Like, mm. like you're going to go to see Lord of the Rings and be so excited to watch Aragorn and Legolas and Frodo and all your good friends. And then you're going to see him up on the silver screen and... Aragorn's going to kick a orc head across the screen and your foot is going to immediately be in massive pain. Sure, sure. I don't know if it works for not people like for like the screen though cuz they were watching TV at one point. Yeah, maybe she was like very particular about what they could watch. <laughs> like folks, we're watching Blue's Clues today or I'm leaving. Because there's a way for this to be, like, a good thing in certain respects, right? Like, let's say, like, like uh, my friend is here who has this, like, super empathy thing. Uh-huh. What really is nice for them is when I'm having a great time. <laughs> so we're going to go do, like, all of my favorite things, right? <laughs> because they're going right. to love it. Right, yeah. Yeah, this is the perfect hype man. This is the perfect hype man. Oh, my God. Yes. Because they're, like, legitimately extremely hype when anything good is happening right. to you. Right. It's also like uh, if that person is going to go buy themselves an ice cream cone, they're going to get me one, too, oh, because that's going right. to double. Yeah. 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 Well, and she talks about how, like, when she has sex, it's it's very good. Right. Because it's like. I'm assuming that extends to, like. A lot of, like, uh, almost everything else. Right. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's limited to, like... Okay. Mm. I wonder how it's limited, though. Because, for example, if I am walking to work and, like, somebody... uh, Like, let's say one of my friends meets me at work and they're like, Hey, I really love uh, that shirt on you. It looks great. That... Is giving me a big boost in my day. Right. Some days I'd rather have that than an ice cream cone. Ooh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like, have we not explored this option of just, like... You're saying she should be throwing out compliments all the time? Constantly, like, like boosting people's moods. Constantly just, like, right. gassing people up. <laughs> she would be a delight. To have around. Incredible. And she would know how good her compliment was. She would be like, oh, wow, they really appreciated that mm-hmm. one. Nice. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> maybe that's all this world needs is for her to just be a little bit more positive you know just smile a little more <laughs> yeah, okay yeah yeah let's put it all on her um she does say at one point that like it would like the world would be a better place if everyone had hers mm-hmm. her thingy mm-hmm. and like yeah it would, <laughs> it would rule it would be tight <laughs> yeah oh man i i i do have a feeling like we're gonna get this this is gonna be a Dan prediction. I think we're gonna find somebody else with this this thing. That oh she yeah. Has. It seems like it's in this world. It's like not super strange. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Um, I don't have a ton of notes on this, but uh, what are your thoughts on the little like religion that she's been cooking up? Oh, I. I think it's interesting. I think she acknowledges this at one point, which I very much appreciate. But if like a 15 year old came up to me and was like, Hey, I've got this new religion I'm working on. Let me read you some, let me read you something from yeah. it. I would immediately be like, yeah, okay, sure you do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sunday school, not going very well, huh? <laughs> You're saying there's there's a good chance that it's cringe. Yeah. Or at least it would be perceived by crin- by like everybody around her as cringe, yeah. 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 At least at least in our like in our current world. Correct. Maybe if maybe in the world where it's like falling apart and no one is changing anything, then maybe it would be cool. <laughs> it does seem a little bit cringe at the at the onset here. Yeah. Yeah, and I acknowledge that she is not, like, telling people about this. I acknowledge that she's very, like, she's not going around, like, preaching this to people at all. Right. So, like, there's that component of it. But I think her internal thoughts about it are a little bit, like, come on. What are you talking about? <laughs> fair. Fair. I think I, lar- I think I largely agree with you. Uh, hmm. Okay, so there is a character, I think her name is Amy Dunn, like a toddler, mm-hmm. and this, there's a fire that starts, and they blame this toddler for it. I, hmm, I think that's so misguided, because, okay. sure, it's possible that a toddler could start a big fire I, and I'm, I'm sure it happens with somewhat frequency you also live in a world where there is a drug that causes people to just start fires just spontaneously start fires and go nuts about it and you hear about a fire starting and see a little kid running away from it and their whole family's like yeah this little girl started this big fire and you're not like oh, okay you're not like hmm i don't know is somebody in your family dabbling with uh, a little bit of the <laughs> The burn juice. So you okay? So your actual issue is more that she was framed. I think she could have been framed. Yeah, or maybe it's okay. something like uh, the issue that our main character has, where maybe this person's like mom did the flame thing when mm. she was pregnant with her, and then Amy came out wanting to set a bunch of fires. Mm. I we're not investigating this arson this child arson that happened any more than like oh yeah the kid probably did it (laughs) i that's that's true i mean i will say they were already like pretty 
mistreating her before this. (laughs) So I don't know if they're like extending a bunch of like kindness and like benefit of the doubt to a child that they're already like hate. Yeah, that's like you're talking about her family, right? Right. I'm talking about everybody else who like I'm not going along with it if they're like, yeah, our three-year-old started that fire. I'm not going to be like, oh, that three-year-old that you constantly berate and are, like, super rude to? (laughs) That three-year-old? Yeah, she's a piece of shit. I believe it. (laughs) As an outside observer, I'm going to be like, who in your family is doing the pyro drug? This is a good point. This is a very good point. Um, Yeah, no, you've convinced me fully. (laughs) And, like, like, hey... I noticed Jim has started painting his face green and staring into the <laughs> campfire for a little bit too long. Uh, maybe Amy didn't start that fire in your garage. Could have, could have been Jim. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Man. Talk about a, a very, like, the worst drug that could possibly exist <laughs> for... <laughs> The circumstance. <laughs> Here's the thing that I think makes it a bullshit drug. You have okay. to like do something kind of specific to get the benefits from it. Right. Like every other drug, you take drug and you're just like, apparently you're feeling very good while you're taking drug. Like, pretty much every other drug, it's like, yeah, there's a few things you can do that make it even better. But, like, for the most part, you take this drug and it's, like, top. You're 10 out of 10 when you're doing this right. drug. You don't or have if to... there's specific, if, if there's, like, things, it's very broad, like eating. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Or, like, dancing. Yeah. It's not, like, staring into a fire and, like, putting your body into it. Also, they're putting their bodies into the... F- just do meth or something. <laughs> it can't. I, honestly, okay, here's what the government needs to do. Mm-hmm. Flood the market with, like, different drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I don't want everyone to do drugs, but, like, doing all of these drugs are much better than doing this one drug. So, like, everyone's on this these drugs from now on. <laughs> so, like... Give me the department of, like, cocaine (laughs) that just runs around giving everyone cocaine so that they won't do the fire drug. I'm going to say worth it. Uh, Probably worth it, yeah. Um, But Luke, think of the kids. You got to think. Say no to drugs. There's no excuse. (laughs) Zero tolerance, Dan, for any. Sorry, excuse me. Also, no to arson. So, both of those things. We should probably... Right. Uh, mm, yeah. Yeah. I have I have one more thing I want to talk about. Okay. I also have one more. Okay. Luke, uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to brag here, but I, uh, I was a Boy Scout. And when... When we're putting together a go bag... I was being very particular about what went in this go bag. And honestly, very good go bag that was created. 
Uh, oh, my, good. I was if, worried. If I, I know, I know, I was ready. I was ready to be like, "This is stupid. Why would you have any of this in here?" Uh, and I was even concerned at first because she listed a lot of things to fit in this go bag and put it in a pillowcase. And I was like, "Would that actually fit?" Oh, it, it would totally fit in a pillowcase. Uh, mm. I may have tried it, and <laughs> and <laughs> had to wash a pillowcase. But uh, yeah, it would fit in a pillowcase for sure. Um, my only notes. My only notes about this go bag. We went with matches. And mm. if you if you can get access to like a lighter, way better. <laughs> Just way better to have a lighter than matches. Uh, okay. Matches, if they get wet, going to be pretty hard to use. Mm-hmm. But a lighter? Nah, that's good. It's good anytime. Okay. Okay. Uh, my other note. No sleeping bag. They bought some. Yeah, but like, why are you? They had to buy some. Why are you buying one? Like, why wouldn't you buy any of the other stuff? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they don't have the. Maybe they 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 don't have the down sleeping bags, so they can't pack them down super tight. Luke, this is L.A. after climate change. I don't think we're gonna need a a low temperature sleeping bag. (laughs) This is true. This is true. Get me. Just get me something light. Get me something easy breezy, gonna keep me out of the elements a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that, sure. Just, just that's the only, uh, only thing. Only okay. big thing here. Everything else, great. <laughs> good job with your go bag. It's a good note. It's a good note. Did you? Okay. To be clear, in the in the Boy Scouts, yeah. You're. Did you? You guys didn't make go bags, did you? Or are you just saying like camping bags? Oh no, we did. Emergency preparedness. You guys made go bags. Yeah. Oh, okay, nice. If, you, if there was like a tornado or something, or an earthquake. Okay, okay. You had a go back, and you had a meeting yeah. spot, which, ah, you guys didn't oh, yeah. get a meeting spot. That's like early. That's like step two. This is... <laughs> it's not step one, but it's close for sure. Step one is the go um, bag, which you did a good job there. Step two, meeting spot. Come yeah. on. Her da- her She says that her dad like said they should do that and then just never got around to it, which like, come on. It's not hard. I, it doesn't take that much time. <laughs> also, they so, have places. What do you guys want to eat? The, the hot dog stand? The banana stand? Well, no, go to the the grocery store that we're talking about that's like super safe. Clearly. Yeah, that's clearly the... That took me 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you do have to have money to get in, right? Mm. And so I could see that. Here's okay. the thing, Luke. They all got baptized recently. And they went to right. like a fancy church for that. Yeah. That's the meeting spot. Okay. They, that's there it. There we go. Guys. That's the one. Just say it. All you had to do is just, hey, everybody, here's it. <laughs> they never did. Maybe it was Maybe it was a conscious decision. Like, if we ever... The dad's like, if we're ever out of this, I am not with these guys. <laughs> the da- <laughs> he didn't want the meeting spot. <laughs> The dad's like, man, I could really take or leave any of these people. And if we get the chance <laughs> to just dip, I'm taking it. I'm not going to any yeah. kind of meeting spot. I don't even want to tell them where no. to where I'm going to go. And I don't want them taking my meeting spot. No way. Maybe the dad, look, you know what happened? The dad's going east. <laughs> That's why they never talk about it. Because he's like, none of you guys are coming with me. <laughs> You're speaking of which yes yes 
Um, are we standing by our age-old policy of if we don't see a body, he's not dead? Have to. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Have to, although this is making me question it because it's it seems very much like he's got to be dead, right? <laughs> There's people's arms yeah. hanging up on the side of the street like this guy. It's not his. Yeah, but like <laughs> he doesn't seem like the type who would survive for like too long. He's not a Keith, right? right? Um you mean a sociopath? Yeah. <laughs> He's right. got some scruples. Right. Yeah. For sure. So, I uh, I'm not willing to say that he's gone for sure. It also feels like the kind of story where we might find his dead body at some big moment. Mm-hmm. But he's got to be coming back in this story for sure. I I would, ass- I would assume so. I also wonder about this, though, because what about the rest of her family? Do we think they're dead? Oh, because we didn't see. Yeah. D- okay. Does a secondhand story of seeing them die count? I it it feels like our main character doesn't really believe it, and I don't know. I got the sense that she did. Maybe not at first, but yeah, maybe now she's kind of accepting it. <sighs> okay, yeah, I guess just like the fact that our main character kept asking about it is what's giving me pause. Of like, uh, I don't know, maybe sure. But yeah, I guess a second hand a second hand account is good enough. stuff out there i my my last note it's kind of similar to something i said earlier but like we got to get in on the water business i don't understand why the like government in general is not doing more is not the one doing like the desalination plants or like doing whatever it can to get water places um well, they are sending water somewhere, Luke, and that is to Mars. So that's, that's really taking up a lot of resources. All of the water is going to Mars. That's actually how they're powering the rockets these days. That, and they're also um, just terraforming Mars by just throwing water at it. <laughs> they're just, it they're just shipping like pallets and pallets of Dasani up there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all bottled. with instructions like just take it and dump it out, just dump just it dump on the it. ground. That should work. <laughs> Very frustrating that they bottled it all first instead of putting it in big tanks. But, um, yeah, no, I don't know. It's like it seems like they have figured out alternative energy, mm. and like at a certain point, energy is water. Right. Correct. I don't know if they've figured out alternative energy, Luke. It feels more kind of like a Mad Max situation Mm. where it's just like people ride e-bikes everywhere because they don't have a lot of gas. Sure. Sure. So, and like they power their ceiling fans with like a kid on a bike. That, which I love. It's it's very good, yes. Um, But that... Feels that doesn't feel to me like a government that's got its energy situation figured out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that one company's opening up the desalination plant. I don't know. 
don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's people powered though, Luke. Maybe the reason they need all these people <laughs> is they're like sitting on bikes all day. <laughs> that's why they, yeah, they would need so many people, but that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's uh... paying, paying very little. It's good business since water is so expensive. Right, know? exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's tough. I mean, this is very. Yeah, it's it's dystopian, Luke. So of course the government isn't gonna be doing this. Yeah, but like, why, <laughs> Luke? I'm asking. Figure it I'm out. I'm asking the same questions, Luke. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. The okay. This book, I feel like. So the fifth season came out after this book, right? Yeah. I feel like there was a ton of inspiration. Mm. there because like the the there are these communities that are walled in that are like defending from the outside world and it's like chaos out there and like very violent and terrible and so i sense Mm. like a lot of inspiration in fifth season from this parable of the sower um yeah i can see it and i'm into it I actually kind of love it because it's interesting to see how the idea has like changed from a very like kind of near future science fiction thing to being a very like different universe, but the same kind of idea of like isolated communities with like walls and like lore and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're loving it. Yeah. I feel, I feel a good little connection there. Speaking of which, um, We've got to do that third book at some point. Ooh, we definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Luke, are we going to finish up this book next week? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. We're finishing up. Excited to see a dog come into this, Luke. Mm-hmm. Looking for a dog. A good a good dog. Well, they're all good. Right, right. Um, excited for a good dog to come in. Curious to see what's going to happen to Papa. Where's, where's mm-hmm. Papa? Uh, and if this book, if there's any light at the end of the tunnel, because, oh, boy, we're in a tunnel right now. It's looking bad. It's looking, it's looking bad It's right looking now. very not good. Um, so we'll, we'll see you all next week. We're going to bring the hot takes. And be the dumb nerds. <laughs> <laughs>